Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 30th of August. We get some early indications of August inflation pressures in Europe with preliminary German and Spanish consumer price inflation data. The expectation, somewhat unhelpfully, is that the German data will move higher and the Spanish data will move lower. This is, of course, a reminder of the very localised nature of inflation, even when confronting a common shock like higher gas prices. The preliminary data is frustratingly lacking in detail, and it is the detail of inflation that really matters nowadays. The story of slower demand equating to disinflation and deflation in prices is important, as the European Central Bank, like other central banks, can only create disinflation forces in some areas of the economy to offset the inflation forces it has no control over. The effectiveness of that strategy is only evident when the details of consumer price inflation are released. European Central Bank Chief Economist Lane was suggesting that there are benefits to raising interest rates in smaller steps, which seems fairly obvious when there is so much uncertainty about the economic outlook. The United Kingdom is publishing consumer credit data for July. This is a number to watch. Many advanced economies are resolving the paradox of catastrophically negative real wage growth alongside stable consumer spending through the use of credit, as well as a decline in the savings rate. The UK consumer may be wavering a little more than other consumers when it comes to the spending side the impending massive increase in energy prices and the complete absence of any political leadership is unnerving consumers. However, there was also a resolute determination to go on holiday over the summer months in spite of the higher prices for leisure travel, and that expense probably found its way onto credit cards with negative implications for future consumption as the bill is paid off in the coming months. From the United States, the monthly job openings data is due. The labour market is getting more attention as the balance between growth and inflation is now tilting more towards concerns about growth. However, there are questions about what the data is showing, with structural changes in the labour market hard to capture. Firms may report multiple job openings that do not really exist, as the marginal cost of advertising a position has declined in recent years. Some employment will not be properly reported in the wake of the rise of self-employment. Longer-term comparisons of job openings data should therefore be treated with caution, but shorter-term comparisons of the data direction are probably valid. A survey of US companies' attitudes towards China has been getting some media attention, with a record low number of US firms expressing optimism about the next five years. COVID regulation and politics are cited as the main concerns. As with all survey evidence, this does need to be treated with considerable caution, as what is reported in a survey does not have to match what happens in reality. It's worth noting that the value of foreign direct investment into China has continued to trend higher over the course of this year. Nonetheless, as efficiency increases the incentive to localise some production, and as politics creates barriers that may encourage deglobalization in some sectors, this whole issue is likely to be an ongoing focus.
China's economic model was very well suited to the trends of the third industrial revolution, but the third industrial revolution model is almost certain to fail in the fourth industrial revolution. And the question is whether China can change its structure in time. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.